Okay. Here we go. Do we have taglines? Oh, yes, we do. Yep. You ready for this? Yeah. These are fun. <laughs> okay. So, starting off, this year, he really is coming to town. That's like selling it like he He just real. didn't really yeah. before this. <laughs> Like, the kids read that tagline and they're like, what do you mean? He's always been coming to town. No, 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 not yet. <laughs> because this is the 13th century and he didn't start till the 14th century. Right? I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> right? Except I can't read Roman numerals. Number two, guess who's coming to town? Pretty sure it's going to be Santa Claus. <laughs> right, because that's the name of the movie. Next... The legend comes to life. Okay, this is another one where it's like, if there were children that were reading that tagline, they'd be like, isn't he already alive? Right. What do you mean, legend? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> like, that's kind of popping that bubble. Well, they're also like, well, we can do this because kids aren't can't read this. Yeah. We assume. <laughs> right. Um, seeing is believing. That's a cheap one. That was a throwaway one. Mm, I mean, we've seen... Wasn't that the one for Casper? Right. <laughs> I was going to say that, too. <laughs> we've seen this a million times before, Yeah. and I still don't believe it. It works better with ghost movies. Right? Okay. From the team who brought the three Superman blockbusters to the screen comes a story to stir the imagination and warm the heart. I wouldn't brag about that. No. <laughs> You, the first two, yes, but not Superman 3 with Richard Pryor. Like, and mm. the same director after that did Supergirl oh. with our girl, Helen Slater from Billie Jean. Yay. She's Supergirl. Yep. Oh, I love Helen Slater. Um, yeah, I wouldn't brag about Superman 3 or Supergirl, yeah. <laughs> though. But it does look like that style, which yeah. we'll get into. Oh, it really does. And then Santa Claus. The spirit of Christmas, but who is he really? I don't know, and I've been asking that for years. <laughs> He's I'm a strange man. addressing this problem <laughs> of who is Santa. Strange man who's obsessed with your children. Who is he really? Could he be your neighbor? Could he be a... Uh, <laughs> <He's>... <laughs> he seems so kind and polite, I couldn't believe he'd ever do something like that. Tonight this. on Dateline. <laughs> Santa Claus, the man, the myth, your neighbor? The legend comes to life. <laughs> With a budget of $50 million, a gross of $23.7 million, which means it was a complete flop at the box office, an IMDb score of 6.1, 17% rotten, with one extremely long beard carried by six elves, eight over-animated animatronic reindeers, two montages, two major scenes of product placement by McDonald's, Coke, oh, and Pabst Blue Ribbon, mm -hmm. a wooded assembly line toy-making machine, one flying elf DeLorean, and super-powered flying candy. It's 1985's Santa Claus the Movie. Let's drop some bombs. Hey, yo, you trying to look at my lumps? I pull off my G-string and handle mine. Gobble, gobble, motherfucker. 
Who's your daddy? Oh God, I'm your daddy. I'm your daddy. I'm your daddy. Ah. It's nice having her on board. She's a breath of fresh ass. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome to Bonds Away, the only podcast recorded inside a projection booth. My name is Jonathan Young. Joining me in the studio, as always, is... I'm Jarrett Seifert, and I'm that wooden toy you got 20 years after technology started taking hold. So, like, what's the point? (laughs) Every toy in this movie, like, I mean, it's, it's, it's like they were like, oh, yeah, kids still appreciate wooden toys. wood. No. Well, okay, okay. I'm going to ask right here, right now, where did they get their supply of wood where did, for this movie? Well, he didn't he say he's like, oh, I got to put in the order soon. He did say he's that like, <laughs> by that? the end of the movie. Okay, this movie asks every – it's like they sat a bunch of kids down in a room and was like, what questions do you have about Santa Claus? And literally – Every single kid just asked every single thing, and they're like, I guess we got to answer these questions. And that's the entire first two-thirds of the movie. Yeah. Answering who Santa Claus is. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. And, and, and this is a movie that's like, hey, if your parents don't have time to tell you about Santa Claus, yeah. and and they were literally like, Santa's coming, and you're like, who's Santa? And they're like, watch this movie. Mm-hmm. That's I've the got movie something for old you. to show you, <laughs> right? Something so old that the every scene that's filmed in the North Pole looks like somebody rubbed Vaseline all over yeah. the lens. <laughs> I don't know what kind of camera they were using, but it was not a good kind. It was so hazy, and like I don't know, they were opening up an aperture or something because like every single bit of candlelight was like Lens right in your flare. eyes. <laughs> Love it. It's so warm and welcoming, right? <laughs> so is Santa in his twister <laughs> outfit. <laughs> I, okay. So he looked like he was wearing a giant twister mat. It did. I was like, why is Santa dressed as a clown on his off days? <laughs> I, I gotta it. go on a diet. Yeah. Uh, so our movie starts off, and it's like, I don't even know what year it is. Like I said, I can't read Roman numerals. It's really confusing. And if it takes me, like, if I have to translate letters into numbers. It was XIV. Th. <laughs> That's what it said on the hourglass. XIV. Th. So it's the 14th century. Okay. Not just the 14th. It's the 14th. Yeah. <laughs> it's the 14th. Okay. So we start off in the 14th century, and Santa's like, well, he's not Santa yet. His name is. Still Santa Claus. Still Santa? Okay, his wife name like Gertrude. Anya. Anya. That's <laughs> Gertrude. You're like, what is the ugliest name I could possibly think of? It's true. Yeah. No. Okay. This is the weird thing is that when and I'm probably gonna it. it I thought he was Father Time, but it's actually an, the ancient elf, like the ancient one. Yeah. Right. The one with the giant mile long beard that like that's gross, by the yeah. way. Like he has other elves holding it and Trim like wrapping it, it around their hand. Ooh. Did hand you warmer. see that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were just dragging it along. Could you imagine if one guy tripped and was just like, oh, God. Or like <laughs> someone stepped in reindeer poop and was like, oh, shit, I stepped on his beard. <laughs> mm, Ugh, yeah, sorry, ancient him. one. Just let him think he dragged his beard through it. So the ancient one says later on in the film. He goes, um, he, he mentions that you 
henceforth shall be known as Santa Claus, right? And it's like, no, literally the kids are like, where the where the fuck is Santa? Like, <laughs> there's a giant blizzard outside, and all these kids are like, "Let's go, get on with it." The one by the window is like, "He ain't coming." He's like, "Santa's <laughs> really boring. Why do we wait?" <laughs> right. Meanwhile, to cure the boredom, there is a woman that is telling a story. Oh yeah. This. It's- what do they call the elves? Oh my god. Okay. Um this is this Vendigums. is Yeah, the Vendigums. Right? Which is a completely made up thing, I think. Oh, yeah. I tried to look for it and anytime I searched Vendigum, well, this movie like just came up. Ten minutes after the word they're like they call them Vendigums. They're like, actually we prefer <laughs> elves. Right. Um that's a uh, derogatory slur. Yeah. Thank you. I don't yeah, know he who does. Told you that, but they also go little people, and they go, "We prefer elves." And I was like, "Oh, cool." They're like politically correct. They're very before. progressive about yeah. it. Um, yeah, we're not gonna go with <laughs> little people. <laughs> so we start out in 14th century. Like the whole village is waiting in one house for Santa to come mm-hmm. and deliver wooden dolls. Which okay, the whole concept of being like I'm an old man and my wife that do not have children can't have children of her own yeah. right which is so heavy handed in this movie like every single chance they can get it's like mm, remember you can't have children right um, your balls don't work <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and your idea is to make lifelike wooden carvings of things like extremely lifelike like to the point of creepy right I like it I don't and then just deliver that because that that's not toys by the way oh no that's like something you give I, I don't know <laughs> like here's a trophy yeah right um yeah but they're, the kids are waiting for these wooden dolls but they're I not mean, dolls they're hand carved yeah I guess so but, but also at that time, that kind of was a doll. You either had a wooden one or you stuffed it with hay. I don't know. It's just one of those things where I'm like, if that's what you're sitting around waiting for and that's what you're actually giving, you're risking your life through this blizzard to give that. Um, It was the 14th century. He's lucky to have gotten gray hair. <laughs> no, it's not exactly gray. It's this dirty, yeah. like, mud brown type of santa like beard through the whole movie by the way which um by the way this is uh th- this santa claus is played by the big lebowski mm-hmm. uh which i didn't know until looking this movie up uh side note um this movie has a very soft spot in my heart like mm-hmm. it's i grew up with this movie um i think i mentioned on a previous uh little on the shorties that yeah, sorry, mom. You're probably gonna get mad at this one <laughs> because she would show us this. I, you know, uh, this movie. I was born in '83. This came out in '85. So by the time it hit cable, it was constantly on, and I'm pretty sure that we had the VHS. Like, no, I'm positive we had the VHS. But every Christmas we'd uh, we'd watch this movie, and this is the kind of movie you can tell. It, it almost feels like it could have or should have been a musical. Yeah. Because it has, like, three or four, like, made-up songs that you've never heard before, but seem like... I think they just didn't want to get, like, in legal trouble. 
I don't think you can on Christmas songs. Oh, I don't know. They uh, probably didn't know either, and they were like, well, let's not take the chance. <laughs> no, but there's a whole, there's a bunch of Christmas songs in this movie, like normal ones, too. Yeah. Like, all during the montage, the 14th century to now well, montage. Maybe they just wanted to, like, make the next big Hollywood hit. Yeah. But I just felt, because, like, um, the the songs in this are catchy, mm-hmm. right? And I, as I'm watching this this week... I was like, yeah, I remember all these songs, right? Happy about it. Yep. <laughs> Happy Santa. <laughs> yep. All I remember is the one that, like, whenever the credits started rolling, I then started getting ready, and I can't remember it now, but it was like, Christmas. Like, oh. <laughs> Christmas time. Head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just that one word. I was like, no. <laughs> yep. But that's what this movie, like, it seems like they were like, okay, we're going to write this song and this song, and they're going to be hits. And it's like, if they had just, if this movie had been a hit, I feel like these songs are good enough that they would have, yeah. like, kind of latched on. Kind of like, what is the last song that you can recall, Christmas wise, that, like, has been a hit that's latched on and we, we you know, keep listening to it? Because I, I have my idea of what, what I think it is. All I want for Christmas is you. Mariah Carey? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's the one everyone loves. Right. Nothing has latched since, right? And people are like, what about Christmas shoes? And it's like, sorry. What is Christmas shoes? It's it's a Christian one. That, oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why I don't know it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you sacrilegious <laughs> bastard. So, uh, but myself. this is uh, the, this movie also um, gives us these gigantic set pieces. That's why I think it was oh, yeah. supposed to be this musical, too. Um they spent so much money on this set, I feel. Like, like everything's made of wood. Every single thing, okay? It's so real intense. Yeah. Um, uh, long story short, Santa Claus delivers these, to- these toys to the children. He's and- like, I got to go to the next town. Right. And then they all die. Right? They are dead. Dude, this whole movie, they're dead, I'm right? I'm pretty sure they died, <laughs> and, like, they just kind of got They live in Magic World now, yeah. right? They're like, we'll make you immortal since you were trying to do something good. Especially because you, if they were supposed to be in like Norway or something, right? Speaking English in the 14th century. But if they were supposed to be there, you can't get from there to North Pole. Actually, you can't get from anywhere civilized to North Pole, right? Yeah. Well, there was definitely like teleportation involved. They definitely just died. Yeah. Then. (laughs) That, That was my point there. Pretty sure they're dead. They're dead. Right, because they pretty much freeze to death in the Brit blizzard, or they fall asleep. Right, all all four of them: Saint Claus, Mrs. Claus, and Donner and Blitzen. I, I think that's think the, two. the two. Yeah, <laughs> Donner and Blitzen. They get like. A, but we really only focus on Donner and his fear of heights. Fear of heights and his ability to cry on cue. Yeah. Did you see that? I kind of. I thought the reindeers were my favorite characters. <laughs> I love them. They look so cool. They were very cool. I just love it that every they were like <laughs> like all the time. They looked really good for nineteen ninety five. They definitely did. You can tell where the budget was spent yeah. in this movie. And it's the settings, it's the costumes, and it's these animatronics for sure. Yeah. So yeah, they uh, they wake up and they see this like light coming from the North Star and here comes uh, Arthur uh, Dudley Moore <laughs> uh, and a whole band of elves, and they're like, "What's up?" So you're coming with us, because <laughs> there's there's hardly any questions asked. Yeah, right. 
Everyone's just kind of like, all right. Yeah. Like, there's one or two, but as soon as it's like the explanation is there, there's no follow-up. Because yeah. all the explanations kind of, you're like, all right. It's, like I said, every single thing that they ask is just for explanation for whatever this child in this in this yeah. room, this room that they asked the questions when they were writing this script yeah. is what it seems like. So then they go and they see the workshop. Was like, were they just making toys for no point? Right? Okay. <laughs> Why were so, they doing this? Oh, okay. There's a, um, there's a thing about this, actually. See, I don't believe that a movie... Um, I don't believe that... You know, a lot of people will be like, well, if you read the novelization or you, you look at the comic book and it's like, no, a movie should be able to stand on its own and explain yeah. itself without plot holes. Yeah. You know, and this movie doesn't. So um, in the novelization, uh, it it actually explains what they've been doing for um, – how do I want to – like for, for years uh, prior to this. Um it goes into explain that the Vendigums before uh, going on to how do I put it? Let me. I'll just read it out to you. Okay, so the elves in the film are portrayed by legendary beings known as the Vendigums. According to Santa Claus, the movie novelization uh, written by Joan Devenge, the elves keep watch over all that happens in the world that borders their own magical realm. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Vendigum are described as being extremely fond of children, since, after all, only children can see them due to the innocence of their youth. The elves are fond of making things for children, and so they often journeyed out into the children's world, leaving their newly crafted toys where children would find them. So they basically were, like, going around, like, delivering toys, just being like, there's a toy on the side of the street or something, right? Um, So, according to the novel... With the passing of each new century and as civilizations continued to rise and fall, it became more and more difficult and dangerous for the elves to venture too far out into the human world. Thus, the vast majority of the toys the elves made could not be given out and were left to gather dust in their magnificent storeroom, the Toy Tunnel. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, oh, I thought you were going to make a Toy Tunnel joke. No. <laughs> oh, now that you said that, though. There it is. I won't. All I'll right. leave my butt out of this for <laughs> yeah. once. Um, so yeah, that that basically describes that they've been making toys because they just like children, yeah. and they've been dropping them off for years, right? But I guess in the 14th century, they were like, "Shit's getting real out there." <laughs> These civilizations are rising and falling, right? <laughs> oh, that's your excuse. All right, cool. Uh, Work. But that's never explained in this movie. That's yeah. extremely elaborate, but also could probably be taken care of in, like, two senses of dialogue. Yeah. Especially, like, when hanging out with, I don't know, Patch, which is Dudley Moore. ancient one, just being like, we've done this for centuries, but uh, <laughs> it got scary. Yeah, right? Anything. So stopped. Yeah, anything. Or the, um, who seems to be the head elf? The guy with, like, the side beards? Who's oh, like, I thought that was the ancient one. No, the ancient one is the one that it's it's oh, yeah, Santa. it's Burgess Meredith. It be, I I thought the ancient one for years was just Father Time. Oh, okay, right? Because he comes in blue, he comes out of the light, he's basically looking like God, 
right? He's got like three people on each side carrying his beard. I was like, oh, father time. That would make sense. Right? But it's not. Yeah. Especially because he explains to him because this is a movie, once again, that needs explanation, like any question that a child ever had, right? Yeah. So when Santa goes, how am I supposed to deliver all these toys in one night? He's like, listen, here's the deal. Time follows you <laughs> and you follow it. Right? <laughs> and redundancy follows this movie. I was like, what did he just say? I don't know. Don't right? focus. It wasn't really explained how it should have been. Yeah. Right? Because that's the thing is like time follows you and time- and you follow it. Unless there's a homeless child that you need to go talk to, and then things are not paused then or it's anything. Kind of like fun or whatever. Yeah. Uh, okay, we'll right. get to, we'll get to Joe, <laughs> the New so, Yorker. Uh, Santa gets established, and it goes through like a montage of, I guess, him learning about the elves and also becoming Santa and. Mm-hmm. It's basically like every small thing about like, well, why is Santa's outfit red? Well, because they tried a green one. Then they were like, <laughs> red's more his color. And that was it. That's it. And then like, how do the toys get painted? Well, the elves use their beards to paint the toys. And I was like, that's kind of gross. Yeah, that was weird. I'm like, you can't that was cut some beard and make a brush. Yeah. Right. And especially because they show later on that like one is that doesn't have a beard is yeah. using another dude's. Uh, I, I don't know. So... Uh, they're they're sitting there and they show him as they're giving them the tour of the workshop. They show them the toy tunnel, right? Yeah. Which, from perspective wise, looks like it goes on forever, right yeah. into an infinite light, full of just toys that they've made, right? Um, and they're like, "You're going to deliver all these toys," and he's like, "I can't possibly do that." And another line of exposition, he's like, "Both you and your wife are going to just live forever, right?" cut to the next scene like that's it there's no yeah. like uh excuse me right there's nothing You're like all right cut to next scene everybody's just asleep and then cut to the next scene where we have the uh the reindeers being fed and it looks like they're being fed pure hash <laughs> like that's how they fly <laughs> no very true so we just fed them a lot of weed I don't know what it exactly yeah. is it's some magic powder basically it's the MacGuffin of the movie it yeah, it well, it's also what comes back later. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it is it is the thing that makes them fly, but also I feel like it would be more valuable and more protected. Right? Yeah. It's just kind of like but, a casual, like, this is our magic dust. It's right. It's pixie dust. So this is a movie where, like, you wouldn't question that if you're like, okay, all elves are trustworthy and everything like that. But the fact that Patch leaves, like... Basically gets taken over by corporate America and gets, like, kind of corrupted along the way. Yeah. You're like, uh, no, elves are just as corruptible as everything else. Well, you should like, probably have this shit on lockdown. That's the second half of the story. Oh, so yeah. the first half of the, of the story is, like, well, there are three stories, I guess. First, But the first half of the movie is one of its own entirely. And mm-hmm. that's just, like, how Santa Claus became Santa Claus. Right. Then we start movie number two. <laughs> Which is? Um, Santa meets a homeless boy. <laughs> we, well, movie number two is actually two things happening at the exact same time, which is Santa Santa finds a homeless boy, and Santa, after three to four hundred years, is finally getting tired and needs yeah. assistance. <laughs> like, mm. <laughs> yeah, this is a movie that asks the question, like, 
uh, is Santa tired? <laughs> yes. And does he need a, an assistant once he gets to around the 80s? Yes. And then how does he get said assistant? All questions big. nobody ever needed. Yeah. Like, once again, a kid was like, is Santa ever tired after a night? <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, I guess so. Probably. I don't know. Right? Like, Do you think he needs help? Yeah. <laughs> right? So, and then third movie is the villain. Who's n- he's not even really a villain. BZ. He's, yeah, BZ. Who is my favorite character in this entire movie? Okay, in this movie, John Lithgow plays BZ. Yes. And I'm almost positive that his teeth are fake. But also, he does so much mouth Well, they movement. would have to be fake because he's chewing so much scenery in this movie. <laughs> but he, like... He also he does a lot of mouth movements, like also with the cigars and stuff, and it just made me really uncomfortable. Like, stop focusing your actions around your mouth. Oh, you mean the part where like Patch is like, we're gonna give them away for free, and then he like backs up, and the camera like pans out as well, and oh, it's just like <laughs> basically any scene, he just he acts with his mouth. It's like <laughs> when words come out, though. that's where I should do the movement from. It's like, uh. okay, we'll we'll get to him, uh, you know, but. Uh, Mind you, I want to talk about him now, Yeah, but we also have to point out that he doesn't come in for an hour into this movie. Yeah. An hour. It's an hour and 35 minutes long. It's an hour of things where it's like, if you even slightly know the story of Santa Claus, you got it. We don't need this. Yeah. Like, I'd rather have all this taken care of in like 15 minutes, Mm -hmm. like, like an origin, and then go into it. This is like... A, a played out origin story just like Spider-Man 1 you know yeah. where it's just like could you get to the web swinging already yeah, yeah. that's what this is like can you can you just take off yeah. in the sleigh and do your shit yeah. so Santa finally gets to the 1980s mm-hmm. and um, he's flying down he sees um, well we get the side story first there's a poor boy looking into a rich girl's window and then um, the rich girl she has a nanny and the nanny's like your step uncle because I guess she doesn't have parents. It's not really explained. Oh, is this a scene where um, she's like the homeless boy is like looking into McDonald's and it's like a giant '80s McDonald's commercial? Like everybody is biting down on a different piece of like McDonald's. No, this is whenever he's um, outside watching. He watches the Santa take money out of the donation box. Yeah, this pull. is that. Oh, yeah, so okay. he watches Santa take money out of the yeah. box. He peers into a McDonald's window, and then it the camera switches to his perspective. Yeah. Um, and it's literally, there's, like, dude sipping on a McDonald's shake, dude eating fries, girl eating hamburger. <laughs> like, it is, and it is straight out of a commercial. Like, the only thing that they didn't do was just have, like, a close-up of a Big Mac that, like, kind of slid in the frame. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, it is so heavy product placement yeah. for no reason. You're just like, why is this in this movie? Because we're now in America, not at the North Pole. Right. Like, <laughs> right. So then the boy, like... Sees the girl watching him, mm-hmm. and he's like, well, I'm homeless, I'm bummed. And the girl, like, then makes a plate of, like, leftover Christmas dinner and puts it outside with the Coke. And I was like, yeah, give the homeless kid a Coke. That's exactly what he needs. Right. Nutrients. <laughs> Another product Great. placement. <laughs> I know. It's very blatantly a Coke, It is, because, like, she sets down a plate of, like, full-on, like, here's yeah. a turkey dinner, you know. And then, like, like lays the-, the can down, but then picks it up and comes back and goes, sorry, I forgot to rotate the label towards the screen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Rotated in the snow yeah. and wedge it right there. 
and then hold. If we can't read it, yeah, it's not worth it. Mind you, when they cut back to it, when he picks it up, it has rotated 180 degrees. Because first it says Coke on one side, and then when you cut back to it, before he grabs it, so nobody's touched it, it now says the Coca-Cola incursive part. You're like, all right. (laughs) We want you to see all sides of this can. We want to make sure that you knew it wasn't cocaine. Yeah. (laughs) Like this movie's on. Just a can of Coke. Yeah. Well, it was the 1980s. Also, um, is it just a rule that if you're homeless, your gloves have to be fingerless? It helps. (laughs) With dexterity. I don't know. (laughs) If your fingers have gloves... If your fingers have gloves, so it's like each finger has a glove. If your glove has fingers, then like you're rich. Let's be real. Okay. But also once my grandma for Christmas, she got me um, fingerless gloves and they said MJ on the back. And I now know that it means Mark Jacobs. Right. But back then I was like, grandma, did you get Michael Jackson gloves? (laughs) She was like... (laughs) <laughs> she's from indiana so she was like i think they're mark jacobs but i don't know <laughs> i was like okay uh that would make more sense <laughs> instead of michael jackson fingerless gloves that are striped like gray dark blue and mustard yellow <laughs> i was like michael jackson must have liked these colors i don't know that's when i'm like that's the same as like when i'm like "Ooh, is that a david spade purse <laughs> <laughs> He, at least he got it. <laughs> a David Spade person, it's so stupid. <laughs> All right. I hate it. So, um, yeah. this is Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. by the way. So, of course, Santa's making his rounds in New York City, and he sees little Joe, and I don't know if this is his deal. He, like, does this multiple times, or, like, after years and years, he's finally like, I'm going to help a homeless guy tonight. Because yeah. he lands on a roof, like snaps his finger, transports down to in front of Joe, and immediately like starts warming his own hands in front of the dumpster fire. <laughs> so he like it is completely valid for Joe to be like, "Get out of here, you old yeah. drunk," <laughs> which I love. And I'm like Joe, Joe, that's hilarious. <laughs> right? Get out of here, you bum! Because that's how he talks too. He's yeah. like, "Hey, Donna Dancer." Nah, it's kind of. Mark Wahlberg again. (laughs) Sorry. But it it works. Um, And he's like, no, I'm totally serious. I'm Santa Claus. Clicks his fingers, then they're both transported up to the roof. And he's like, let's get in this sleigh. (laughs) And I I trust the old magician. Right? (laughs) I guess at the the same time, it's it's so elaborate so quickly that you're like, all right, it's you. I'd buy into it. I'd be like, (laughs) yeah, okay. And at the same time, oh, oh. I'd probably be like, well, I'm homeless, so he could murder me. I don't know. Uh, that's true. But also, um, Joe kind of in this scene uh, still kind of doesn't know who he is, like his his deal. He's like, what are you doing out here? Yeah. And he's like, don't you know who I am? Like, what is, what's going on? You know? And And it takes him a while. To kind of put it all together. Even by the end of the night where he's like, what, do you got to go? And he's like, yeah, you know what I got to do. And he's like, oh, yeah. He's actually never heard of Santa. Yeah. He's just playing along. He's like, right. (laughs) Sure. Sure. You got to go, you know, like, (laughs) you know, eat the cookies. Yeah. (laughs) Which I love that scene, by the way. When they ate cookies? No, the... (laughs) 
it was like two or three scenes earlier, but where uh, it was like somewhere in the 18th century where they wrote the night before Christmas poem. Yeah. And they got to the, he's like, oh, the fat joke scene. Yeah. <laughs> and like, well, he's so upset. Yeah. <laughs> he's literally like pissed. He's like, and a round belly that laughed, uh, uh, what shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. And he's, I, like, and he's like, what? But everyone else is like, <laughs> uh, they're not wrong. So Even his wife is like, it's the cookies. Yeah. Then right? the next scene, he's eating two <laughs> celeries and two carrots and a grape tomato. Could you imagine if they had to change the poem because he lost weight? Like, and Santa who rattled like bones because <laughs> he was skinny. Looked like my neighbor Mr. Jones when he walked around and rattled his bones. <laughs> we were like, he doesn't work as well. Make him fat again. <laughs> People, give him extra yeah. cookies this year. Um, so... During this time, Santa decides to take um, Joe on a couple B and E's, <laughs> and and he goes into what is her name? Car- C- Cornelia. Yeah. Right now, um, Cornelia is the little girl that gave him food earlier. Right. Mm-hmm. I love this scene because, like, Cornelia walks in on Joe and and Santa. Um, and she's like, is it really you? And I love his line. He goes, I hate it when this happens. I know. Right? I was like, this is literally the thing this that you your job. Do, right? And how many times does this happen? Yeah. Right? Apparently enough that or late, later on, I, I love the, the whole other kids denying Santa Claus and everything. We'll get to it. But, like, apparently it happens way more than we think. Yeah. Right? Um, so Santa decides to leave Joe there. He's yeah. like, yeah, so bye. I gotta, I gotta go. You guys oh, like hook up or something. Merry Christmas. Right. Clicks his finger, disappears. And then they're like, all right. Cool. Like, right. Yeah. And then another year goes by. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just well, like, and he's still homeless. Yeah. Santa was like, I promise we'll hang out again next year. And Joe was like, okay. Right. So. <laughs> During that year that passes, Santa's exhausted. Yeah. Right? He's gonna fall asleep in his soup. And which was like, was like all it right. It was like a stupid bit, like your beard has got green pea soup on it. <laughs> yep. And um he decides that he needs an assistant, and they're like, "Oh, two assistants come to mind, right? Let's have them one more fight than it out. the other." Ha 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 ha! <laughs> right. It's like right? I don't know what's happening. <laughs> right? Why is that funny? One more than the other, and which one is that? The one that's been established in this movie yeah. because nobody else has, right? So what we did skip over is that like Santa and Dudley Moore's character, the elf known as patch patch is kind of like a quirky inventor and has ideas to make things better around the, like, uh, he's like, I know how to heat this place pipes. And people are like, what the fuck is he talking about? You know? Um, so he's one of the two. They're going to compete to be Santa's assistant, which is like, what does that mean for you? Yeah, <laughs> is that a, is that a pay raise? Is that like, what does that exactly do for you? Or is it? I it just brings me more joy to be more efficient around the <laughs> workshop, right? There's nothing. The only thing that you get is an apron, it seems, right? And and recognition because like nobody's like 
sure glad Santa had that assistant this year. And like he's not gonna go into the the poems or something. Yeah. There's not gonna be like patch action figures out there. Like I don't understand the incentive for this major competition. Right? Uh, just give it to yeah. somebody. Right? Like Santa's also hasn't been really established as like a lovable guy or a or a cantankerous type he's Santa just, either. He's just there. Yeah. Right? So there's no incentive to be like, I can't wait to work under Santa. Because, like, I'd rather – his wife seems more involved yeah. than he is in this movie. She's dedicated. She's – she's Go Anya. She, she is uh, – is that is that Mrs. Claus's real name, by the way? I don't know. Mm-hmm. All right. We didn't ask enough questions as children. <laughs> we didn't care. Like, so, they didn't ask about her name. We have to make it up. So, Patch, his mentality is, like, more efficiency. Uh, let's keep up with the trends that are happening in – uh like corporate line. America. <laughs> yeah, let's make a wooden assembly line machine. Meanwhile, his uh the other person, which I've forgotten all their names, even though oh, can I ask this question? I don't know. Earlier um I I don't know if the elves are gay. N- well, Stop they have asking no... <laughs> me who is gay and who isn't. <laughs> right. Oh, constantly. Right. Um, can I ask you something? Can I ask yes, you something? I'm gay. Is yes, gay? I don't know if they're gay. Right? What's your dar telling you? The other day, someone at work literally goes, "Hey, so," and I just turned to him and I go, "No, I don't know if they're gay or not." I just walked away, and they're like, "Well, I got an answer." <laughs> they didn't even finish. They were like, "Well, he knows." Um, why? There's a scene the first time, like the the elves are like, uh, get out, and they all have to like walk and work to a beat, right? Yeah, they get out of their bed. Why does their bed have, like, name plaques on it that they s- turn around and it's a different elves' name? Uh, Did you see this? <laughs> yeah. Ships? I didn't know what they were <laughs> rotating, but I was like, okay. But now maybe it's, like, half of them work at night and then share a bed with someone else. That's what like, I thought. <laughs> they're sharing Now it's beds. your bed. Because one says, like, Groot, and, <laughs> and another one's, like, Dopey, Sneezy. Like, it's... And it's like it's it must be three shifts because yeah. it's like a triangle plaque. It just spins. <laughs> They're like, I'm first shift elf. I'm a second shift elf. Yeah, that was weird, right? But, but that that was triggered because I can't remember this other elf's name that yeah. that believes in like quality over quantity. Oh uh, yeah, he just looks. I, don't, he, I just remember him as like yeah. short beard. Elf. I think his name was Puffy. <laughs> He's like, my name's Puffy. And Puffy. I was like, no, Puffy that doesn't right. work. Right? Um, so they have a little competition. Yeah. Right? Uh, to see who can, I don't know, mass produce the most? or Because it's like, what is Santa looking for in this moment? Is he looking for more toys, like on a faster thing? Because to me, Santa's problem is that he's tired. Yeah. Right? No matter how many toys they make doesn't fix the tire might be tired right? <laughs> right because that's another thing this movie doesn't really explain it it tries to explain so much but also doesn't explain it's like whether or not time stops or follows you or slows down or however basically saying like you have all the time that you need yeah how long does it take for one man to still accomplish this goal like was santa out on christmas eve and in real time that's like two months worth of work like and that even seems generous right like what is it what is the real reason he's tired um beats the poop out of me yeah well he's checking that list twice 
Oh, right. In a, that's another tiny thing. A, he was like, why don't we make a list of who's good and who's bad? And they're like, that's good. And he's like, I'll let you do that, Bartholomew. And Bartholomew was like, I'll go make the list. And Santa goes, and make sure it's good. I'll be checking it twice. Yeah, because that's what the song says, right? I'm like, <laughs> oh, wait, they haven't ruined that song yet? Cool. Make sure they put that in the lyrics. I want any more of those fat jokes. <laughs> uh, and I'll also be coming right. to town. <laughs> let them know that. Be coming, coming with an army of reindeer. <laughs> they won't know what hit him. It'll probably be a wooden toy, though. Trying to influence every lyric about him. <laughs> oh. So then the elf that gets the promotion. Is Patch. Yes. Patch because, gets it. Patch has a lot of good ideas, apparently. Right. His assembly, wooden assembly line machine. Um, but it's not working. But, okay, it like, works right at first, bat. but, yeah, right off the bat. But, like, the things that it's not doing, you would be able to notice immediately. Yeah. It puts, it, 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 like, misaligns six screws on a wheel. And it just, like, okay. That wheel wouldn't have come out at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's just. Well, my thing is, is also, it's, like, you don't have, like, quality assurance elves. <laughs> and then, so it shows a scene, all the toys are delivered, it's people playing with them the next day, and it shows just, like, toys being broken left and right, and one kid's, like, walking in the street with a wheelbarrow full of leaves, and the handle falls off, and the kid's like, well, that one's gone, but I then a school never... bus comes and just, like, <laughs> runs over it. I swear to God, I've seen this movie like, probably oh. 50 times <laughs> as a child, and I do not remember this scene, right? I was in my own bedroom laughing so <laughs> This scene. So good. Because, like, they basically show, and I laughed at this scene and the immediate following scene. Because they show, here's the establishment. Um, Basically, all the toys that Patch made throughout this year with this assembly line, Santa delivered, right? Another Christmas has gone by. Um, And uh, a kid is riding on a scooter with his dad, and that wooden scooter, like, wheel falls off. Yeah. Right? And the kid is immediately like, right? I'm like, kids crying, already loving it. (laughs) Because I I always maliciously laugh at kids crying at Disneyland. I'm like, yes. It's good. It's cathartic. Oh, yeah. So the kid's crying, and the dad immediately is like, piece of shit, kicks it into the curb. Doesn't even be like. The toy, not the kid. Right. (laughs) True. Thank you for clarifying. Kicks this scooter over into the curb. Not like it's wood. I could probably fix it. It's just immediately like shitty thing, right? There's another kid on this like four-wheeler that you can kind of like pump, and those two wheels just break off. And the kid's like, right? And then this kid with this wagon (laughs) wheel. This is the best. Just like the handle detaches and keeps going, and the kid's like, oh, bummer city. And the wagon, which is full of, like, leaves or whatever, like, rolls out into the street, and a school bus just comes by and demolishes it. And the kid's like, ugh. I I was like, this is completely satisfying. (laughs) But then, immediately, it switches over to Joe getting his ass beat by three other kids. Yeah. Right? Because Joe's like, he's real! And he, they're, like, they're basically like, like this is the context. It's like, well, if he is, he gave us some shitty toys. <laughs> because um, you can't really hear what they're, you can hear a little bit of what they're arguing back. They're like beating him up. But then it switches over to the other, the little girl. Yeah. Right? And she's in ballet class because she's rich. And you can hear what she says, like the other, the bully girl. She's yeah. like, she's like, 
everybody knows that Santa gives out shoddy toys. And I was like, what? Like, everybody has turned on Santa yeah. in, in overnight. And one of the other girls is like, well, your parents are dead, so... And this is where they start establishing like, oh. that this movie is Santa versus corporate America because yeah. the other bully girl is like, that's why my parents got me this talking toy doll that like can say like five different languages or something. And you're like, oh, the whole thing is that like Santa can't keep up yeah. with with uh, current toy makers. Yeah. Like it's it really is. It becomes Santa versus like Hasbro in this movie. So. I, I laughed this so hard because, like, this is a world where people kind of do believe Santa exists. Yeah. And now he's not – his quality – his surveys coming back in because people return the toys. Yeah. They return it like he's a business. Well, people somehow return the toys, and I don't know – so basically the letters for Santa Claus work the way that, like, you write a letter to Santa, you put it on the front, like, letter to Santa, and yeah. it magically goes to Santa. Right. They somehow return the toys. Like, maybe they put them in a pile, and <laughs> then they're just, like, return to sender, and then it ends up in Santa's – fuck you, you know. right on the wood, and it just sent <laughs> off. But all the toys, since they're wood, they just immediately come back broken into Santa's fireplace. <laughs> okay. So they're like, so, ah, it's a warm one. It must mean that we messed so, up okay yeah if that's the process for returns why can't that also be the process for delivery i don't know <laughs> right a really great point like it costs more dust right <laughs> it's it's basically like amazon now yeah. and <laughs> just right to your doorstep but the opposite way yeah um and then i love the head elf in this moment is like Maybe we should issue like a press release or something. What is he? It says maybe we should issue a statement. Right. It's like what? That's this is where I... it gets confusing because you're like, wait, they're operating this like it's an actual business yeah. because I think two or three scenes later, that's where the head off is like, we should order the shipment of wood for this year. You're just yeah. like, this isn't. This isn't. They they got too literal with the need of explanation in this movie. Yeah. Um, so because of these toys breaking, they decide to introduce BZ into yeah. the movie. <laughs> well, BZ, but then they also, they demote, um, what's his name? Patch. Patch. They demote Patch. They promote the other guy and Patch is like, I got to go somewhere else so I can prove to Santa that mm -hmm. I can do good. I don't know why Santa's so bad at me. <laughs> so I then... can't do a drunken Dunleymore. I'm sorry. <sighs> Um, so then we get introduced to BZ and he's in a courtroom oh, and they're so just showing good. how like this one doll is super flammable. And then the other one's full of sawdust and nails and bits of glass. Like that is an overly yeah. elaborate thing to happen by accident. Yeah. You actually have to be making dolls with, with glass and nails inside them from the beginning for this to happen. Oh, yeah. And why would you do that? <laughs> so then the court's like, you need to remove all of your toys from all of your shelves. Mm -hmm. And it's like the day after Christmas, so it's fine. Right. They already made their sales. Right. But um, then we see Patch staring at the window of a BZ toy store. Mm -hmm. And it looks like things are just like flying off the shelves and people are buying a lot. And he's like, I need to talk to this guy because he'll help me out. Yep. And then he does like, he just appears in BZ's room his office can i um because he does it in this scene too but patch stop trying to make the elf's puns happen 
<laughs> because they're not he, working. Well, he kept saying like, "Oh, I'm elf taught." So yeah. whenever he would say self, he would instead say, say just like elf. He goes, "Isn't it elf explanatory?" Yeah. You're like, "No, st- stop." I'm proud of my elf. It's like, <laughs> God, I really hated the character patch. Uh, he's just. He's irritating. Yeah, he's irritating, and he's not, I don't know, happy-go-lucky and fun enough yeah. to counteract what's happening with the character of BZ, yeah. which is extremely over-the-top, and ex- I think, he's like a Disney villain, yeah. Like, and it's fun. Like, mm-hmm. he is my favorite part of this movie. He, I'm so sad that he only comes in halfway through this movie, because it, he makes this movie for yeah. me. I, um... I could watch this performance over and over again because he just has these hugely bellowing, loud, over-the-top yeah. moments that make his character just this, I don't know, cartoon character of a villain. It's so much fun to watch. So then um, Patches decides to sell BZ on the idea that he can make the perfect Christmas present mm-hmm. and we can give it out for free. For free! Yeah. And then every, like, we just have to play an ad on every TV, a minute-long ad throughout the entire world, and everyone will get them. You don't even have to worry about shipping. Right. And it's a... Which is weird, because, like, you're not Santa Claus, so you don't get a free pass into breaking into people's houses, BZ. But he also somehow (laughs) can do the same time control thing. Thank you. Okay, I wrote it down. He can do everything that Santa can do. Right. Plus, somehow produce this magic glitter. Is it the DeLorean flying car? Is that what does it? Or Maybe. is it just him? Maybe it's like that glitter stuff. Because that's what they feed the reindeer. I don't know. Yeah. But yes, I yeah. had this question too. Patch delivers all these lollipops that are made with the special glitter um, to everybody's house. To the point where like Santa shows up and... Patch has already been there, yeah. and he's like, "God damn lollipops!" Yeah, like he's they he they have a television in the North Pole, by the way. Yeah, and why are they so upset that Patch? I don't know. Found a job, like I, they're yeah. mad. Joe saw it on a a, a a television at a TV store. Trade secrets. Every trade secrets. You're letting <sighs> out the trade secrets. Fucking traitor! <laughs> right. Everybody that's on the quote unquote good side of this coin for the movie is pissed yeah like uh the little girl's pissed joe's pissed everybody's like god damn it right for what like patch found a job he's being successful hey patch ruined the last christmas and then left and like was like i can do it better and it's like you didn't even do it good the first time around (laughs) jeez yeah and then it turns out the lollipop makes you float in the air for a minute i don't really know it okay if you eat the lollipop, you float, like, kind of, like, hover, like, a foot above ground, right? Higher than that. A kid well, who got to the top of a cabinet. Oh, yeah. And the other kid dunked on a on a basketball. Yeah. That's right. But it's it's not to the point where... Um, and You're this flying is, off into space. Right. And this is where I got confused because, like, um, BZ and Patch have a discussion about, like, what if you, like, doubled the dosage or something like that and he's like well uh obviously the kids would fly and it's like they already are yeah so they're hovering they're falling with style <laughs> i guess so right but that's the thing and it becomes the hottest thing immediately yeah uh people want more of it uh which is obvious that would happen 
Um, but now, uh, so basically, BZ's plan has worked, right? And the the press are involved, and this is where I love this scene too, like the Christmas two. Yeah, scene. <laughs> he basically has this plan where he's like, okay, now you're going to make candy canes this time with double the dosage. So um, I don't know, uh, other than the fact that he's like, oh, the kids will fly, right? Yeah, but like. BC doesn't seem to be the smartest businessman. Well, then he's like, so his plan is for the first year, give it away free. And then the right. second year, it's like, hey, you got to pay for this stuff. Yeah, 100, 200 yeah. doesn't matter. Right. And then he decides he's like, well, screw it. The demand is here now. We're going to start production two weeks after Christmas and release it on March 25th. And we'll call it Christmas, Two. Yeah. Which I love. Right. Because it's like Christmas in July, just even even more ex- expedited. But um, it doesn't seem – I don't know why he keeps forgetting about, I don't know, not getting in trouble with the law. Yeah. Because it's like what he's asking for already probably would have had re- like repercussions. Like what happened over Christmas should have had repercussions. I'm but, sure someone flew up into a ceiling fan they shouldn't have flown up something, into. Something. Just the point of being like he gave us – you know, he basically one broke into our house in the middle of the night. Two gave us. Well, they were okay with that because of Santa. Because, <laughs> right? Because he's real in this yeah. one. But he's giving out shitty things. So we're 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 down we're down for some competition this year. Yeah. Um. But then also hands out a product that is not FDA approved or anything. Yeah. Um, Was that before the FDA? No, they've oh. definitely been around. Um. But. Is handing out a product that's not FDA approved, but then also is causing side effects that we've never seen in a human being before. Like, and then is is like we're gonna bring out more of it that has like double the problems possibly. You know, like people flying is probably a problem. Yeah. Right. And he doesn't think about protecting his ass whatsoever. Right. So, um. But I do love his whole like his yeah. uh, once again another great scene like he's he's chewing every scene that he's in yeah. right still not my favorite scene with him the favorite scene's coming up so next up we have uh, is this whenever the little girl looks out her window and sees Joe sick uh yes it's raining yeah. it's pouring so she's the like, old man is snoring oh, <laughs> I'm sorry I can't I, I like couldn't resist to like finish the rhyme so. She goes out. She's like, you've got a fever. You need more vitamin mm-hmm. C. And she like, she she's like, I've got an extra room in my basement that you can stay in. Not and then room. it switched to the basement. <laughs> and I'm like, it's just a basement. And you're making him sleep in an inflatable, like, yeah. craft. Yeah. Craft. <laughs> Meanwhile. Ship, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Meanwhile, Hauser, which is BZ's assistant, comes by. Mm-hmm. And he... Uh, is like, oh my god, I gotta talk to you. Like, there's been an emergency at the factory, and um, of course, Joe and the little girl. Meanwhile, we didn't establish that the little girl is the step niece, which yeah. I didn't know was a thing. <laughs> Do I we think have a it's step like uncle. Her, her, yeah, you would still call it your uncle, right? Yeah, unless your real uncle died. And then your aunt you'd, remarried, and you'd call it your step. You would never call know. it step uncle, because stunkle, <laughs> stunkle. <laughs> well, step means that marriage is involved, but for an aunt or an uncle, 
you know, yeah. to have their significant other means marriage is involved anyway. Yeah. So it doesn't... Doesn't add up a lot. <laughs> no. I think they were just... Somewhere they were like, well, we can't have her blood related because he's so evil. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you could. But I, yeah, that would have been better. Right? I mean, it's, Simba's uncle <laughs> is still Scar. <laughs> <laughs> Real. You know? So um his step uncles. Right. So the little girl and Joe um are listening on the other side of the door to their conversation, and Joe has like the most forced sneeze ever. He's like, Achoo! <laughs> right? He's like, was I loud enough? Did they hear me? Because right. I need to get caught for this plot to further one. <laughs> and they hear the sneeze, but the little girl runs in opposite directions, so they don't see her. Yeah. They capture Joe, they kidnap him, and they take him to the factory where Patch uh, lives and works. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, they continue their conversation in my favorite scene, <laughs> right? Because this scene has Hauser giving little points of his story as as uh john lithgow is like uh-huh uh-huh right and to the point where he, he immediately just interrupts him and he's like god damn it could you just finish your story uh-huh. stop making me go uh-huh 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 like a goddamn moron right? and he's like okay uh-huh just one more time i love this scene yeah like it is just it's it's one of those things where this movie has been so much of a drain where you're just like something happened and then Lithgow comes in and brightens up the entire yeah. like movie for me. Uh, so what is happening is that the candy canes with the magic powder uh, react to heat. Mm-hmm. And with a certain amount of heat applied, can explode. Right? BZ, they lost the lab. Right? Yeah, the lab exploded. Um, so BZ decides to cover it up and say, don't tell anybody. We're still going to go forth with uh, production and uh, we'll let Patch take the fall while we run away to Brazil and because they have no expedition rules. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now we're moved over to the little girl. She heard it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she decides to write a letter to Santa Claus. Uh, write a letter to the president. That's what right. I do when I'm upset. <laughs> and, Just kidding. I would never write a letter to him right, right now. And that letter comes uh, via Santa mail, so it comes down into his chimney, and he's like, what? A letter oh. already? Right? It's January 22nd, or whatever, because they say it's two weeks after Christmas, yeah. right? Finally, a Christmas, a finally, a Christmas movie whose climax takes place mid-January. <laughs> 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 uh, and so Santa decides to show up uh, at her house, and is like, what's going on? She's like... Uh well this ha- he's like you know what tell me on the way because yeah. the audience already knows what's going on so it's the first time the movie's like no more expedition we got to get through with yeah. this. Um, meanwhile, Patch has found Joe tied up, and um, they're like arguing, and he's like I'm Santa's friend, and he's like you don't know Santa, right? And then, like, Santa's the- like my best friend. I know. <laughs> And then the statue, like, so Santa did us an elf sculpture. Oh, yeah. Gave Joe his first gift yeah. ever. Uh, yeah. and, and it looks like Patch. Yeah. They were like, I guess you are missing Patch. Ha ha. Right. Like, stupid one-liner <laughs> like that. And then that falls out of Joe's pocket, and Patch is like. He's just carrying around a giant yeah. wooden doll <laughs> everywhere he goes. It's the only friend he's got. It's not in his shopping cart right. back at his box house. Oh. And then. <laughs> Whatever. I know. I was like, oh, sad homelessness. 
uh, they don't. I don't listen know to this. homeless kids really that aren't in some sort of home, unless it's like Oliver I Twist. Say, I don't know homeless kids. I was like, I don't either. So <laughs> think that's pretty good. I'm not a homelessologist. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So then, um, Patch discovers that Santa does miss him. So they decide to take mm-hmm. the sleigh of candy canes to the North Pole. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because he's like, I'll show Santa what I've done, and he's yep. going to like like me and bring it back, because that's what you do. So then <laughs> right? Santa and little girl, they start a chase after those two. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, we've got John Lithgow in his- The police oh. are knocking at his door. Yeah, because the little girl called the police. She was like, I called the police, but I don't think they believe me. But because of all his previous court things, the police right. are like, this is real. Yeah. Like- Mm. Meanwhile, they were just trying, probably looking for something, yeah, to, like to just do him in with, like finally. So they're knocking at his door. He decides to eat all the candy canes that is in his desk drawer. A handful, not all of them. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, he's out. just scarfing he's them down. A and then he jumps out the window. Out the word cavity. Sorry, I was like cavity. <laughs> <laughs> he jumps out the window, and for a second, it looks like it isn't going to work. Right. Like, oh, Could oh, you imagine if it didn't, and that's just how he died in a kid's movie? He died a lot worse, though. Right? And he is dead. <laughs> oh, he's totally dead, but somehow, like, Living. able to breathe yeah. and shout in the middle of space. So, um, ruining the ending. Basically, he eats so many candy canes, he floats into space. Right. <laughs> and then I would have loved it where it was like, know, see, kids, don't eat candy canes. I would have loved it if, if it was like, oh, he ended up floating all the way to the North Pole, and now he's fighting Santa and trying to kill him. <laughs> that would have been my favorite <laughs> ending. <laughs> yeah. uh, you and me to the know. death! <laughs> so, meanwhile... Santa is chasing after Patches in their sleigh, and they don't see him, but they're like, they're going to blow up. And then their thing does start to blow up, and Santa's like, I got to pull the, what does he call it? Super Duper Looper. Yeah. Which is also like the name of a roller coaster. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Which is just like a loop-de-loop. Oh, my God. Okay. So, earlier it was established when Joe first met Santa Mm -hmm. that... um, He's always wanted to do this trick where basically all eight reindeer in the sleigh do this loop-de-loop, mm-hmm. right? And is like, come on, I'm going to try it, and we're going to head straight for the Twin Towers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, uh, no. Right? You don't know what you're about to do. But um, Donner, I think it's Donner, the one that can basically Chickens cover his could covers his yeah. own eyes with his ears, which I love. Yeah. Um chickens out and he's like oh he chickened out again he can't do it right so now here's a moment where they're gonna try it again for the climax for no reason right but with only two what six out of the eight reindeer because two are sick with the flu after last christmas season so they decide to go underneath (laughs) the like the super powered sleigh right. do a loop-de-loop and come back underneath them again after it's blown up and catch them instead right. of just being like we'll hold here jump into our <laughs> yes, sleigh yes there's no need for the like, super duper looper at all in this movie none like it's like yay come on I know you can do it and everybody's like oh my god Santa and it's like this Christmas miracle that doesn't need to be yeah <laughs> <laughs> so they they go back to the North Pole, and both the kids are like, "Can we stay here for a full year?" Mm-hmm. And Santa's just like, "I don't see why not. Child labor laws don't exist yet up here." 
<laughs> right? <laughs> and that kind of is it? Yeah, they just dance around, and then you see John Lithgow floating into space. With the debris from right. the cart that somehow had its also debris shoot in the same direction floating as Floating high? Yeah. I don't... <laughs> Right. The car also ate candy canes. I don't know what happens, but that's it. Yeah. End of movie. So would you recommend this movie? I don't know. I don't think so. Like, it's just kind of it just goes on. Maybe like if you're having a children's Santa party all day and you just need different. What is a children's Santa party? I don't know. Like if (laughs) one kind of drunk dude. Well, if it's like, Hey, come to the YMCA this Saturday from 10 AM to to 8 PM. And you can do like Christmas shopping while we watch your kids. It's an actual thing. That sounds weird. Yeah. No, it's not. Okay. Cause parents need to Christmas shop, I guess. But so then like, they have the kids. It's just so weird because, like, them. it's like I don't know really anything about the YMCA except for the song. Oh, I used to be a summer camp counselor for the YMCA. This explains a lot. Yeah. Oh, I love summer camp. <laughs> anyway. Um, but, yeah, you would play it somewhere where it's like, we just need eight movies to fill the time, and this <laughs> one's one. Okay. The kids would be like, this one's stupid. Let's go color. Um, I'm going to – and it's not it's not about nostalgia – I'm going to say the opposite. I totally recommend this movie. It is, right. it is, it is goofy and it is drawn out, and you're just like, oh god, as an adult. But still, once you get the Lithgow, the the last like 48 minutes of this movie are pure gold because that's what this movie should have been. Yeah, it should have been Santa versus Corporate America, like, and, and because this movie doesn't know when it wants to be serious and when it wants to like be fanciful and fun. So like if they went more with the fanciful and fun and the ridiculousness of what they were portraying halfway through and got rid of that the whole origin, yeah. This would have been a oh, Christmas yeah. classic. But it did bomb in the theaters uh pretty hard. And it got scathing reviews, which I don't, I don't know about scathing. Like I don't understand why mm. people were as rough as they were back in the day. Like it's okay. I mean, has any has any Christmas movie been like absolutely yes? Like Christmas movies, kind of like are yeah. either like they're good, well because they're only bad. good for one time of year. That too. So yeah, I'd recommend it. Uh, when it comes to W's, I would say uh, just add it to your list of things that you should either put on in the background, like you said, or make it a point to at least watch the last forty eight minutes. Yeah. yeah any anything yeah. you want to add to that? No. Nah, no. Me either. <laughs> so that is week two of our holiday celebrations. Uh, anybody who is uh, paying attention for the past two weeks will know that our big Christmas event is coming up next week with our triple feature, Silent Night, Deadly Night, parts one and two, and a comedy commentary presented with partnership by DrinkingCinema.com for Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part 2. So um, we'll be releasing those episodes next week, and uh, I think we might put up the rules. Well, actually, the rules are already up. Go to DrinkingCinema.com right now, and you can actually participate and uh, play the drinking game right now. Uh, It's the first one on the list. It's the most – it's brand new. So you can check that out. Um, You can also reply to us, talk to us, comment, all the great things. Uh, Get 
bonus content such as uh, clips from the movies that we've done and pictures all on our Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And that's all at Bombs Away Show. You can also write to us uh, via email, contact at Bombs Away Show. And that's about it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you got anything to add? No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just hope everybody's having a good holiday. Thank you. Thank you so much for all your participation. Everybody that's listened, I hope that you're able to um, take us with you wherever you're going these holidays and uh, be able to listen to us on the planes, download us ahead of time. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of travel going on, and yeah. we're uh, real happy to keep you company. So. Mm-hmm. Mm, nice and cozy, mm. me and Jared. Mm. You like that voice in your ear? <laughs> <sighs> so that just about does it for Bombs Away. My name is Jonathan. I'm Jared, And uh, we'll see you next year with Christmas 2. Hey, this is Jarrett with the Bombs Away podcast, and we are here in the Frida Cinema recording our podcast. So the Frida Cinema is a program of the Long Beach Cinematique, and it's located here in Santa Ana in Southern California. It serves the neighboring communities, and it is a non-profit art house cinema dedicated to enriching, connecting, and educating communities through the art of cinema. It's here to entertain, and that's why the entertainment industry exists. So what they show on these screens is pretty amazing. They have things such as the Director Series, and it features directors such as Martin Scorsese, Mel Brooks and Lloyd Kaufman. Lloyd Kaufman, if you didn't know, did The Toxic Avengers and The Class of Newcomb High. They also have something called Friday Night Freakouts, and this is presented by OC Weekly. It has films that are among the horror or sci-fi kind of genre. They've done films such as Lost Boys, Hackers, and The Room. They've also featured anime like Your Name and Akira. Some other things they do are double features. They've done things such as Hot Fuzz mixed with Shaun of the Dead, which is actually a pretty good film. They also show a lot of cool things among the lines of indie films. They have The Void, which is currently on Netflix, and they also have had Academy Award winning films such as Best Film winner Moonlight, which I think is pretty awesome that it showed in this space before it actually went up. If you want more information about Showtime's location and everything film and entertainment related to the Frida Cinema, you can go to www.thefridacinema.org. You can also follow on Facebook at facebook.com slash thefridacinema, and on Instagram and Twitter at thefridacinema. The Frida Cinema, for filmmakers, for filmgoers, and for you. This has been a production of Big Bulb Entertainment, executive produced by Jonathan Young. For more media and information, visit us at www.bigbulbentertainment.com. Big Bulb, what's your bright idea? Shh.